Hello, Internet. My name is Jonathan Cook. And I'm Matt Noble. And this week on Screen Verdict, we're going to be reviewing Life of Pi. Now, don't get too excited. It's Pi spelt P-I. It's a character name. It's not a movie about pies. Which would be extremely exciting. The life of a pie. Getting to see how the pastry is made, where the cow comes from and gets turned into mince and gravy. Well, it's like an American movie. It might be a fruit pie. It wouldn't be like a meat. They don't have meat pies in America. Did you know that? Uh, meat pies? No. They just have fruit pies and nut pies. And uh. They don't have savoury pies in America. Yeah. You know the gongs? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Our, our friends that like live in Washington, like when I was staying with them when I was in D.C., they, they said the one thing we miss about Australia is the meat pies. Uh. Well, sorry, and, and, and you. Americans would love meat pies. I think they would do meat and pastry. How can you not like that? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so do American listeners when you come down here, go to Harry's Cafe de Wheels, get a good meat pie, and um, now I want to have some pie. (laughs) I think I've got some in the freezer actually, some apple pies. I'm gonna definitely put them in. Can I put them in now? If you want pie, go get pie. Now I want pie. Do you want? Do you want to put them in and we get us some pies after the podcast? Or during the podcast? <laughs> Wait, I'm going to put them in. You, you, I don't know, you tell me directed or something. In order to entertain you while Matt is putting the pies on, I will read the label of this water bottle. Probably going to cut that out. Don't want anybody giving free advertising for our water bottle companies. Okay, they're in the oven. That'll be 30 minutes. <laughs> Now, Matt, I yes. saw Life of Pi in 3D. Yeah. Based on podcast guest Dutchie's recommendation. Yeah. He said, this is a little bit of a rating preview. He gave this an 8 out of 10 in 3D and a 2 out of 10 in 2D. Mm. Uh, disclaimer, he didn't actually see the film in 2D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just assumed that's... <laughs> well, I guess the... Like, the only thing he liked about it was the 3D then. But he really liked the 3D. Now, I told you I was going to see this in 3D because of Dutchie's advice. And you even then said, you saw it before me, and thanks for the invite, and you said, <laughs> hey, I saw it in 3D, I'm not a big 3D movie fan, but yeah, maybe see it in 3D. That, that could have been good advice. So I was all prone to see it in 3D, Organised with a group of friends to see it, Bass and Co. But someone we went with uh, said they don't really like 3D, so we went 2D. <laughs> so they get a bit sick or something. Some people I really, really hate hope the... that your rating is 2 yeah, out well, of 10 and that I give it an 8. I did think the positive thing with this was we have you seen in 3D, I've seen in 2D. It'll be interesting to see whether it makes a big difference in our opinions. Because <laughs> you and me, we always agree 100% on things, so... <laughs> It's a good bellwether. It's directed by Ang Lee. He's an Oscar-winning director. Yes. Now, I gave you a little bit of a hard time for not having seen that many Tarantino films. Usually, I like to know quite a bit about the directors that we review the films of. Uh, I've slipped up a little here by not watching any Ang Lee film. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... I mean, well, like, I saw The Incredible Hulk, the one with Ed Norton. That's, like, that's pretty much the same as seeing Ang Lee's Hulk, right? 
Uh, I don't know. Was the one with Edward Norton, like, horrible? (laughs) (laughs) It was, I'd say it was probably below average. I've seen some of his movies. I have seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I really didn't like that. It was like a kung fu movie, but the people, like, flew. I didn't get why they were doing that. (laughs) They were, like, doing flips that were just impossible to do. (laughs) I was a high school kid at the time. Maybe it was a bit, like, too cool for it or something. Maybe I'd appreciate it more now. As we established in our 21 Jump Street podcast, coolest kid in school. (laughs) I was up there. Uh, mate, I think it was if we went back to school yeah, now, we'd, to school. we'd be the coolest kids at school. <laughs> I think last time I was there, I was probably, cool might not be the word, but I was definitely one of the most popular. <laughs> like, I was definitely probably top five. <laughs> top five! <laughs> probably. It's a smaller year group than your school. Your school's a bit bigger than mine. I'd have only been top six. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Hulk. <laughs> I saw Hulk. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, Horrible. Um, I saw Brokeback Mountain. Now, that's a good movie. That's really well directed. I didn't love it. And it's not because I'm homophobic. It's just that it was a little boring. It's a bit of an angsty relationship drama. Mm. Which I tend not to like, regardless of the sexual orientation of the people involved. <laughs> I don't be able to think, oh, he's just like one of those Academy members that voted Crash. Well, you've said, you seem to like it more than the other two so far. Yeah, so I'm it, not probably, it probably is my favourite. Assuming it's that. Yeah. yeah. That year at the Oscars probably would have voted Good Night and Good Luck, the George Clooney film. Just no surprise there. <laughs> Just any ballot, if you see the name Clooney tick. Yeah, Clooney robbed for Best Director by Ang Lee. <laughs> he should have won for Good Night and Good Luck. <laughs> Robbery. So, it's also based on a book which neither of us have read, so we won't go into that. Now, I saw the trailer for this film and I thought. I've got a tagline that I think, like, or, or a sell point for this movie that I think would work, right? Yep. And after seeing the movie, I think it, it, it's apt. It works, okay? The Life of Pi. It's We Bought a Zoo Meets the Perfect Storm. <laughs> in a way, I like it because it seems, in a way, accurate. I don't know if it's the best tagline because I don't know if anyone likes either of those <laughs> movies. <laughs> Normally with those taglines, it's to get people's attention with stuff they like. <laughs> it's The Godfather meets Citizen Kane. Yeah. <laughs> not like... <laughs> Can I say that not, with me? It's Twilight meets Scary Movie 4. <laughs> Okay, firstly, can I say, I feel like even though they're not each love movies, they're like both appeal to different demographics. So the people who like We Bought a Zoo are different as people who like Perfect Storm, so you're appealing to two different sort of like appeal. And they might go, We didn't like We Bought a Zoo, but we might like a film that's like We Bought a Zoo. Because I like the idea of a romantic sort of comedy with cute animals. Mm, that can go either way, though. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like. You get Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Everyone that likes George Clooney will go see it. Everyone that likes Brad Pitt will go see it. Yeah. Or it's like you put a radish in a burger and, like, all the vegetarians that like radishes won't eat the burger. And everyone that likes a normal burger doesn't want radish on their burger. Yeah. (laughs) You're not necessarily getting both demographics. You might lose both of them. Oh, yeah. The other thing I just want to say is how ballsy. 
would it be for any film to claim on their poster that they are the Godfather meets the Sinclair? <laughs> <laughs> Two of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> just... that, that, that could have been my verdict. That could be my yeah. screen verdict for the life of Pi. <laughs> oh my. Well, yes. Okay, so... Um, let's talk. What 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 is this film about, though? I think I pretty much just it is pretty much We Bought a Zoo meets The Perfect Storm meets Castaway. They're pretty much yes. This Indian kid, his family owns a zoo. They go to move the zoo. They travel on a ship. Ship goes down. He ends up stranded on this little lifeboat with a couple of the animals hmm. from the zoo. And it's basically his tale of survival out on mm. the sea. Now, the first half an hour of this movie is him in India. He's talking about religion. He it's, a, it's basically a montage of him trying the various religions, being a Hindu, finding Catholicism, the Islamic faith. It's pretty much a journey of him just picking up religions. Like, he's sort of like... So like one of those films where you have to get the band back together, you yeah. go and collect all, all your friends from yeah. different... But he's just picking up religions. Yeah. It's the cover your bases strategy for religion, it seems. It seems like, well, not sure which God's real, or but they're probably all real. So let's just, let's just believe in all of these. I've got to be right with one of them, at least. At least, at the very least, I'm right with one. He does a girl he likes... She does dancing or something. His move seems to be just follow her around all the time. <laughs> like, look at her from behind bushes and things. If there's anything that girls like, is being looked at from behind a bush. From a distance, yeah. <laughs> they love it. Not in my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I've been in a bush. This is another one of these, I'm not sure if I would get away with it. It's the magic of movies. <laughs> oh, man. I was telling people after we saw Skyfall, the same thing I said in the podcast, that oh, James Bond just walks into the shower. Like, I would not get away with that. And the amount of people who would then go, well, you're not Daniel Craig. <laughs> I don't think I'm that bad looking. Like, I think I'm, like... <laughs> I'm not Daniel Craig, but, like, am I really, like, in a completely different league to Daniel Craig? Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll backpedal a bit. <laughs> Surely Daniel Craig is to celebrities what I am to, like, just the general public. Like, because, yeah, I might not be no Daniel Craig, but most of these girls who have said that to me are no whoever that actress is that plays the girl in the movie, either. <laughs> Berenice Mullo. Yeah. My thing is, it's not so much what league you're in. I mean, it's the fact that it was creepy. Yeah, yes. Daniel Craig shouldn't be creeping on other Daniel Craig-level people. Matt <laughs> Noble shouldn't be creeping on other Matt Noble-level people. Life of Pi guy should not be creeping on... Life of Pie Girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So, oh, by the way, it's probably worth telling people that Pie is the guy. He's not like the the zebra or the, it's not the name of the zoo. It's not the name of the boat. It's the name of the guy. Yes, his name is 
Piscine. 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 Hey, piscine. Come over here, piscine. Yeah. Apparently, everyone in India speaks English. Yeah. Because I was thinking, yeah, that doesn't sound great. In, in Australia or England or America, you wouldn't really want to be called pissing. But in India, I don't know. How much English do they speak? I would have thought you might be able to get away with it. Anyway, he doesn't. And uh, he shortens it to Pi. Pi mm. is a better better name for him. Because mm. people like Pi. 3.141592356. Anyway... I'm going to be honest, this first half hour of the movie, I found really boring and I think even fell asleep for about a 10, 15 minute chunk. <laughs> what percentage of films do you fall asleep in, Matt? <laughs> oh, about 10%. Because <laughs> I think I've fallen asleep during films, maybe watching them late night at home. I'm not sure how many films I've fallen asleep in at the cinema. I, I literally had about, like, three hours sleep the night before. And it was, like, a 9pm session. And it was a really boring part of the movie. <laughs> In my defence. Well, one could say things pick up a bit when the ship goes down. Yes. No, then I got into it. <laughs> there's a lot of confusion. There's zebras swimming, there's birds running around, there's... I don't know, it seems like the crew's really struggling to get this lifeboat unclipped. Yeah, it's a pretty hectic storm. Actually, the storm was so big, I was thinking, look at the size of those waves. Like, even if you get on a lifeboat, like, what's that lifeboat going to do? Like, those waves and the storm just destroyed, like, this 100-metre-long ship. What's it going to do to your lifeboat? Yeah, this is a good point. Like, how... Is the lifeboat safer than the large ship? Like, it's not a Titanic situation where an iceberg has damaged the large ship and it's taking on water and going down and the lifeboats are fine. This is... If the storm's going to sink the giant ship, it's probably going to sink the lifeboat or toss it over or something. I don't know. If anyone's a sea expert, I'm sure there's a better title for that, listening to the podcast, maybe they can let us know. Mm. My guess would be that if it does get flipped over, you can still hang on to it. It might still float. Mm. And if it's getting water into it, you can sort of get the bucket to get the water out of a little lifeboat. Whereas if a whole huge ship is sinking, there's nothing you can do to get the water out of it. It's going Mm. down. Yes. Um, The zebra is pretty clever. It's able to jump onto the lifeboat (laughs) in time. (laughs) It's about... It's a triple jumping zebra. There's about about eight humans standing up there just watching this lifeboat go down. The zebra's the only one with the common sense to jump light onto it. (laughs) And then Pylite goes for a bit of a swim and light sees the ship sink under the water, which looks sort of cool. So anyway, it's the next day, the storm's cleared, he's on the ocean, and it seems like uh, a few... Fewer animals have gotten on the boat. There is a zebra. There is a hyena. They're the initial two. Then a monkey comes floating along on a thing of bananas. Um, And how insane was it that he got the monkey and got out, what, one banana? He didn't get all the bananas on the boat? (laughs) Were you appalled by this decision? 
yeah, I would have been like, oh, those bananas look pretty good. I might want to eat them or use them as a really effective raft at some point, as the monkey just did. Yeah. So that the monkey, they, they were good enough to get through the storm as well. The, bana- the boat didn't survive, but the bananas did. And then surprise them a little later, although it's no surprise to anyone in the, in the cinema because it's on every poster for the film, <laughs> the tiger's on the boat too. <laughs> so you got pie, tiger, zebra, monkey... And hyena. Do you think this is an interest? I thought this was an interesting mix of characters for the boat. <laughs> this had me. I've never seen a movie with this set premise. Well, I didn't really like the hyena. He seemed no. like a bit of a dick. <laughs> he was a huge dick. <laughs> Zebras are alright. It looked like this zebra looked like a bit of a dead weight, though. Wasn't adding much to the team. Yeah. You know, like, monkeys are pretty cool. I think orangutans are one of the less cool monkeys. Mm. They're not very cute, orangutans. Like a little spider monkey or, like, a baby chimpanzee. Mm. I would have been hoping for one of them to float up on the bananas. Mm. And tiger. Tiger's awesome to look at at the zoo. I think he says, you know, this is the most glorious animal we feature at the zoo or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good looking. Not really one you want on the boat, though. No. So I think this has put Pi in a bit of a tough spot. What do you do if you're on the boat? Yeah, like, you're in this tough spot. What do you do? Oh, I just start pushing animals overboard. Or do you kill the animals for the meat? I can't imagine hyena meat tastes great. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> You're in a survival situation. In the ocean, you're like, I can't imagine this tastes really good. I'm going to throw it over. Only the best meat for my survival boat. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, I don't know. Orangutan's not kosher. Yeah. Don't offend any of the Jewish members of the audience. Yeah. Well, he is vegetarian, Pi. Yeah. So that is... That, so even more of a question mark why he didn't get the bananas. <laughs> I am very fussy with food. I feel yeah. like that that would be a snap decision that I might regret later. Yeah. Like orangutan, rid- I'm not yeah. eating that. <laughs> I'm too good for orangutan. <laughs> Two weeks later, starving to death. Oh, man, I could have gone some orangutan right now. You're like, I'm going to get out a fishing thing, and we are only getting the finest caviar. <laughs> everything else... <laughs> I'm going to get lobster and caviar. That is all I am eating on this boat. (laughs) Fortunately, no Angus cows made it on the boat. (laughs) There's also that bit where he's on the boat and, like, he loses some things because he, like, put it on a raft or something and there was a, a bit of a storm, a bit of a wave sort of thing. And I just thought in my head, idiot. And then the very next word he said was... Idiot. It's <laughs> like, so, yeah. Yeah, that's where we were at. <laughs> I like this guy. I can relate to him yeah, a bit more now that we both agree <laughs> that I don't like him, that yes. we don't like him. Yes. We both agree he's an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, should we give a verdict? Yep, let's do it. Life of Pi. I hadn't seen any of Ang Lee's previous movies. I... 
didn't really like the trailer for Life of Pi, so expectations were pretty low. <laughs> but about halfway through, I was liking it more than I was expecting to. Good. I thought the opening scenes were quite nice, sort of set the scene for the film, it was quite funny. Then the scenes of him out on the boat with the tiger were pretty good. Then it started to drag on a little long. Then the film started to go into these places that were a little weird. I started to not really believe what was being told to me. And then the ending took a huge poop on my head. It was (laughs) entirely insulting and frustrating, and I pretty much just hated the ending. So the film was very much a tale of two halves. It's a little bit hard to give a rating. I think I'm going to give Life of Pi a 4 out of 10. Ah. So you liked half, it didn't like half, it could have landed on a 5, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be a bit disappointed with that, the crew. That would have been, I think a 5 would have been their sort of break-even point, and you went a bit lower. Yeah, I think I averaged like and hate, as opposed to like and dislike. Okay. Or love and hate. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, well, um, my view on the film, first 30 minutes, snooze fest, not interested in it at all, <laughs> I don't care. Although I like the, like, shots at the beginning of the animals in the zoo. Oh, that was sort of cool. Like, there were flamingos, and I'm like, I love flamingos! Oh, yeah, that was one of the things that looked particularly good in 3D, and I actually really like the 3D. This is the best 3D that I've seen in a film, so... Whoa. So I thought that was pretty good, but uh, then it was boring. Don't care about the girl. Don't care about, like, I don't know, the zoo or whatever. Uh, then when the ship goes down, that's when the movie gets a bit interesting. He's on a boat. He's got some zoo animals with him. That's sort of exciting, interesting premise. It's still a bit slow, but that sort of, I think, adds to the feel of being stuck out in the middle of the ocean. You sort of get a... You can relate. You're like, oh, man, this is a bit boring, but it would be <laughs> even more boring to be out there on the boat. I can relate to Pi. So I was enjoying that, and they go to some interesting places. I'm enjoying that, and some interesting things happen. And whoa, some of the shots, just beautiful. Like the the jellyfish and the sea creatures and the, the whale that you see in the trailer, sort of glow-in-the-dark jumping over him, and the, just scenes of him and the tiger looking up at the night sky and seeing all the stars reflected in the water. And, you know, there's a scene with a lot of meerkats, and it just looks beautiful. There is like, it's a, like a real work of art. You just love watching this film. It's a very beautiful film, and it's an interesting film, and I, I really liked looking at that. Uh, then the ending, yeah, um, I think after housekeeping, we're going to have a quick, uh, discussion on the spoilers, uh, in, in the film, uh, which we'll give you due, uh, some warning for, but, uh, the ending I, uh, like Jonathan, was not a big fan of, did not like what they did there, um, so that will definitely hurt it. I'm going to give Life of Pi a 7 out of 10. So, um, let's quickly get into the housekeeping segment. Now, last week we talked about a couple of mates who had gone to Japan, and it sounds like they did not download any of the Screen Verdict podcasts to take with them. Um, hopefully I was able to guilt them in the car trip <laughs> over to the airport. Um, and I said, but their brother, who's probably an even better friend, is <laughs> over there now. Let's uh, Facebook him to see if uh, he's downloaded any of the podcasts for the thing. And I thought this was an issue that you wouldn't want to touch. I would be surprised if you got a reply from Brendan. Yeah, well, well, his sisters were very, um... They dodged the question. They pretty much dodged the question. 
future um, politicians. So yeah, here's here's my uh, here's my message. Hey man, just checking if you downloaded any Screen Verdict podcast for the trip. Brendan, ah, uh, I didn't. Although I do tend to download rather than stream your podcast usually. And it's like, don't worry, man. Just download them while you're there for the flight back. And then you replied, yeah. Now I can see the conversation. And what you've done is you've sort of edited it to make it sound like you would download the podcast. But at the end of your last question, before the good, you said, things going well over there. So the yeah in his response could refer to his trip as opposed uh-huh. to, yes, he will be downloading the podcast. I was just editing out the personal stuff. Although, now in hindsight, it doesn't look that personal. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't look like he'll be downloading the podcast. Now, you might say that, Jonathan, but I checked out our podcast statistics. And in the past week, we've had four downloads from Japan. <laughs> From three different cities. <laughs> he downloaded them intermittently throughout his travels. Well, well, one of the places could be where he is. <laughs> well, I have to send him a message saying, Oh, yeah, sounds like you're having lots of fun. Are you in Saitama City? Perhaps I heard that was a fun place to be in Japan. Oh, no. How about Shizuoka City? Are you there? Yeah, they are all quite close though. All these three cities, so there is a chance he's been going around. But <laughs> downloading them. But anyway, we'll, we'll update you when he gets back. So there you go. There's some follow up on that. So depending on the results, Brendan could be our international fan of the week or worst friend of the week. Yes, depending a lot on, on the line, Brendan. Okay, so. Now, Life of Pi, I think we have to talk about the ending, because the ending has a lot of people talking, it's a divisive ending, Uh, people want to hear our thoughts on it for sure. So, we are now going to, spoiler free for all, there'll be heaps of spoilers, we'll be throwing them all in there. This is a spoiler alert? Yeah, this is a spoiler Spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler alert. Turn off now if you don't want Life of Pi spoilers and come back after you've seen it or read the book or whatever you're planning on doing. <laughs> okay, so we're in Spoiler City. Matt, you got flight clubbed. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't real. <laughs> I When I saw this, I thought, now Matt hated the ending to Flight Club. No, I, I thought it worked in Flight Club. But if Matt says he likes the ending to Life of Pi, I'm going to be so angry with him because I felt so betrayed and lied to by this film. Okay, can I, can I firstly just say, I didn't hate the twist in Fight Club. I think it overshadowed the better parts of that movie, mm. so it hurt the movie, and I hate that people think the twist is the best thing about the movie. Okay. Okay, so just my revision on the... Uh, just clarifying my Fight Club opinion. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. So this American guy's come, I don't know, he wants to write the story about Pi. He heard it was interesting from a mate. And Pi tells him this whole story that we're watching the whole movie. And at the end, Pi says, Oh, and the Japanese investors came to the hospital and I told them the story that I just told you. And they didn't buy it. And they were, like, really angry and wanted me to tell them the real story. So I made this up. And then he told them a much more plausible story. Which I found really frustrating because... 
I was really invested in the first story, and now I feel like that was just a big waste of time. But then I wasn't sure, well, maybe the first one was actually true, and this one he's just making up. But then he st- when he starts crying about losing his mum and stuff, I was like, well, I don't care, because this either isn't true, or you just lied to me for two hours. Either way, yeah, I just don't care about anything you have to say anymore. Yes. Now, th- I've got a few issues with this. Firstly, why do the Japanese boat company... Why do they care what happened after the boat went down? Like, why is this something that they're interested in at all? Like, it's sort of like he tells the story. It's like, but we want to find out how the boat sunk, you idiot. Stop telling us a stupid story about a tiger. <laughs> uh, like, it doesn't matter what happens on the life raft with the tiger when the kid's, like, delusional or, or whatever. The boat's already down at that point. It doesn't matter from there financial perspective what happens to him to get saved so that's what i don't get firstly just right off the bat why is this a huge sticking point for the japanese businessman i don't know maybe they think if he's lying about what happened after he could be lying about how the ship went down but he doesn't change his story in regards to that so it doesn't matter either way yeah and at the end of the day, I don't think his story really sheds much light on how the ship went down at all. Like, you know, he just, like, just got up and the yeah. boat was sinking. Yeah, so he jumped out of the boat on a lifeboat. There you go, Japanese investors. You have to, like, figure it out. Like, I don't think they're investing. I think, <laughs> do you mean to say investigators? Yeah, investigators. I don't know. <laughs> they're people from the boat company. They're, they're interested in how did our nice boat sink. Hmm. I'm assuming the share price for that boat company uh, dropped quite considerably <laughs> after the boat of expensive zoo animals went down. It turns out the Japanese investigators, or whatever we're calling them, end up putting the tiger story in there anyway. <laughs> I love it how at the end the kid explains the story, and then the person that he's with goes, Oh, so the hyena <laughs> is the cook. And the orangutan is your mum. And the tiger is you. Like, just in case you didn't pick it up, they had to spell it out for you, the parallels. Well, I thought it was quite obvious, except for the tiger bit. Yeah. How's he interacting with the tiger? In this, in the other story, he can interact with all the... All the Characters, but you can't interact with yourself. You're not two people. You can't be you and the tiger. Yeah, like why did he build the raft where he lost his food if there wasn't <laughs> a tiger on the boat? <laughs> like it is somewhat questionable. Um, what I hated about this was how they tried to tie the whole religious theme into this ending when he asked the writer <laughs> the question, which story do you prefer? And he says, the one with the tiger, it makes a better story. And he says, and the same goes with God. Mm. You're like, no, no, you can't believe yeah. in a God or a particular religion just because that makes a good story. There's either there's real and there's not real. Yeah, the, the, this kid does not have a good grasp on how truth works. <laughs> it's not the best story. The best story is not always true. Actually, often the best story isn't true. Like, I, I'm a Christian but I'm not a Christian because I read all the stories and, like, 
thought, oh, that story about Jesus is my favorite story, so I'm going to, like, believe in him now. That's not how truth works. Like, otherwise, like, when I knew, like, Lord of the Rings came out, like, a lot of people would have gone, oh, we better start worshipping, like, Gandalf now, because that's a better story. Like, no, you, you believe what you think is true, not what you think is the best story. Bill and Ted, they're my gods. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I've got to see that film. You, you're always referencing it. But, Jonathan... Which story do you think is the true story? The boring one is the true one, because the other one, even if it's better, has stuff that just is unrealistic. Like, the island that at night just becomes evil and devours things, like, eats that man when he finds the tooth and the water becomes acidic and kills it, and just has billions of meerkats. That didn't happen. This is not possible. Now, I was thinking that, too. But then I thought, it's a movie. Anything's possible. So I thought... Real life, there's no way that story's true. But I think maybe in the world of the movie, it could be true. I don't think it could be true, because I think the film is supposed to be set in our reality. Say a film like Lord of the Rings, it's set in an alternate reality, a fantasy world, where things like dragons, etc. exist. Whereas this, if you bring up the question of what can be real or what's not real, surely you're basing that based on what our understanding of real and not real is. If all of a sudden, if someone in Lord of the Rings was like, actually, maybe I'm not a hobbit and I'm just a guy telling a story about, you know, I'm just, I'm Bilbo and I'm just making up a story about wizards and hobbits and stuff. All of a sudden you'd be like, oh man, it's not real. I was lied to. I guess. So you say by them putting that in the end, it makes it not real. Yeah. That's how I felt. Hmm. I don't know. But the tiger's the better story. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um... Okay, you've turned me. It's not real. It's not real. It's his mum and stuff. And I hate the fact that they claim that that would make you believe in God. Like, all the time, ah, like, oh, he's got a story that will make you believe in God. Mm. It's like, ah. Oh, Whoever yeah. God is. <laughs> we, we're not sure who God is. Ah, he's got a tiger. Yeah, like, what did I learn from this film? Yeah, I know it's great when the tiger goes away into the woods and, like, he's, like, sort of sad, the tiger's going. But I'm sort of like, man, that tiger's going to die in, like, five minutes. <laughs> he's going into a forest that isn't his natural habitat. He's completely malnourished and weak. He's like a sitting duck for any predator in this Mexican jungle. And I feel like that's also the calling card of a fake story, is no one, like, ever saw the tiger after the kid. <laughs> like... You know, and someone's, like, got a girlfriend and she's not a real girlfriend, right? And you're always going around to his place. Oh, is your girlfriend around? Like, oh, she just left. You just missed her. She, uh, had to pop up yet. you know, it's probably not a real girlfriend. But if your girlfriend starts mauling people to death in Mexico... Yeah. That validates (laughs) your story. Yes. You found the tiger girlfriend. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the thing. You go to the jungle in Mexico, have any dead tigers turned up? Has there been, a, a, like, an unusual amount of tiger attacks for an area that doesn't have tigers? Like, we would have been good Japanese investigators. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So I think that's all we need to talk about with Life of Pi. Yes, I feel like we've said more than the film did. Okay. <laughs> okay, good job, uh, Ang Lee. Good job, directing champ. Um work on the ending so (laughs) it looked nice it looked beautiful it looked really really stunning there you go see you all right bye